Legacy Maker, the All Sports Network, presents a Sertoba Media production where the struggle is real to be awesome. Five, four, three, two. The wait is over. Do you give it to Dale Earnhardt Jr. because he piggybacked off of his dad's name? The because only difference is because there was a junior at the end and not a senior. Yes, yes, and okay. because and because and because it's different. The, the fact is, point with oh my god, <laughs> I had Miami Heat winning last night. I was I was upset too when they lost us with you because of the fact of what. You... Get your popcorn ready. It's time for the in or out sports debate with your hosts, Jeremiah Quimby, Darrell Owens. And Drew Willingham. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Inner Out Sports Debate. I am your host, Drew Willingham, along with this week's special guest. Returning from episode 17, we have the former Mr. Rollback, Darrell Owens, along with this week's First ever guest for episode 29. He is the other half of the Legacy Maker Sports podcast with Darrell Owens, as well as the other half of the Legacy Maker Sports Network that started this out. He is Mr. Jeremiah Quimby. Welcome to the Inner Out Sports Debate, fellas. What's up, brother? Hey, look, Jay's Jay's upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's ready to get this party started upside down. Like, it's it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> Welcome aboard, fellas. We've got the episode. What the hell's wrong with me? <laughs> he got stuck, Drew. He got stuck. This is like one of those life alert commercials where he's falling oh, and he can't no. get up. Um, but yeah, Jay, welcome to the show. Uh, while he figures out what's happening, we're going to go ahead and get started with where we always do with acknowledging the Vault of Fame. Acknowledge me. And here in the Inner Out Sports Debate Vault of Fame, we acknowledge the previous participants here on the Inner Out Sports Debate here in the Vault of Fame. And starting out with episodes 1 through 11, we have Rob Johnson here with the first 1 through 11. Tyron Montgomery Jr. here for episode 12. Episode 13, the other half of the Undisputed Champions, Corey Mann was here. Episode 14, the Golden Boy, Greg Anthony was here for episode 14. Episode 15, Tyron Montgomery Jr. returned for an all-NBA edition. Episode 16, the Snowman from Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson, Brian Snow was here. Episode 17 was Mr. Rollback, Darrell Owens. Episode 18, Brian H. Waters of the Wrestling Realm was here. Episode 19, James Brown of the Legacy Maker Sports Network was here. Episode 20, Wale Akenso was here from Fox Sports Hopewell. Episode 21, we had the son of the golden boy, Greg Anthony. Xander Anthony, the kid NBA historian, was here for the second ever edition of the all-NBA edition here on the Inner Out Sports Debate. Episode 22 was Wally, the other half of the Undisputed Champions, was here to discuss a lot of sports, including wrestling and football. Episode 23, our man Paul Schofield was here for episode 23. LMSN alumni was here for that episode. Episode 24, Corey Mann returned from episode 13 to come back here for episode 24 to discuss a lot of sports as well. 
episode 25, we had the man, Joe D, the other half of the Commonwealth Sports Talk with Lamont Thomas, here to discuss a lot of sports for episode 25. The other half of Mr. Jeremiah Quimby, BCQ, Becca Cottingham Quimby was here for episode 26 for the first ever all NASCAR edition. Episode 27 last night was Mr. Lamont Thomas, as well as the other half of the um, Double Debate Monday with James Brown returning for an episode 28. Today is Double Debate Tuesday as we are here for episode 29. Following that tonight as well, we have Ellis Pollard, professional wrestler, here for episode 30. Guys, we are already at episode 30. This is wild. And here are the handles where you can check out the Inner Out Sports Debate. Not only here, but you can check us out here um, as well as the Legacy Maker Sports Network at LegacyMakerSports.com and all of the social media platforms there. Guys, I know that was a lot to get through. Thank you for sticking with me. That was some tongue twisters. But we have finally made it here for episode 29 tonight live on the 26th. Jay is back, no longer sideways. I'm straight. Still enough time to get him straight. <laughs> it's the upside down, Drew. A little Stranger Things going on here, that's all. Hey, man, I should have named that the Stranger Things edition. It's never too late. It's never too late. So welcome aboard, out, fellas. I'm going to scream. Just <laughs> Becca, get a flashlight from my man. Have it ready to rock. We need him to stick ready and get, get ready for this episode because we've got some bumpy roads ahead for the next five rounds <laughs> it's great to see you jay i'm glad that all of us have made it here so far in this crazy pandemic the last time jay and i got together was for the WNBA finals they screwed our credentials up and we got drunk it was great so <laughs> they're, like, well, <laughs> they're, they're like well we you can set no we don't have anything it's like oh wow we just wasted a day <laughs> mm-hmm yeah, but it was a bonding experience for one, and we got to go throw it down at TGF Fridays, which is no longer in business. I just noticed that the other day when I drove by. It was sad. I was working really? out in Midlothian. I drove past, and it, it was shut down. The one oh, on yeah. Ho- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Midlothian that. I saw Turnpike. That. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Just bad planning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It worked out for us on that day, though. Oh, On that absolutely. day, it was great. But, guys, we have five great rounds to take this into. Let's go ahead and start this off with round one. Round one. We'll start this off with a team that Darrell knows very well, and that is his Green Bay Packers. With that being said, Alan Lazard will become Aaron Rodgers' number one option at wide receiver and fill the void from the recent offseason departures. How do you feel about this, Darrell? Are you in or are you out on this? (sighs) I'm in. Yeah, I, you know, Drew, when I when I go back and look at it, very crazy offseason for the Green Bay Packers. You know, obviously losing Devontae Adams is is a very, very tough thing to do or have happened to you. Uh now I I I'm I'm very optimistic. You know, if you look at Alan Lazar and what he did the last couple of games of the um of the regular season last year, he really turned it on. He looked good. I was I was very excited about what I saw from Alan Lazard. Now, unfortunately, Aaron decided not to throw him the ball in the playoff game, which I'm still kind of baffled to this day. But that is that's that's another story for another day. I do think that he can come in and be the number one guy for sure. I I, I see that happening. Um, you know, I, I feel like he will be the number one target. Now, will he be able to fill in the void? No, nobody's going to fill in the void, uh, Devontae Adams at all. Um, you know, and then. He's going to have to be number one because, you know, Sammy Watkins is already injured and we haven't even started the training kit. Training camp don't start to tomorrow, Drew. He's already hurt. 
He's already hurt, and the training camp doesn't even start until tomorrow. So I'm definitely in on Alan Lazar. I think he's going to have a big year for Green Bay. But, yeah, man, yeah. All Sammy had to do was this before he signed the paper, and then he wouldn't have gotten hurt. He had to stretch his fingers. But how do you feel about that, Jay? Do you, do you agree with Darrell? Are you in or are you out on this one? Uh, before last year, I'd have been completely out on it. But he his drop rate went from 10.9% to 1.7% last year. So I believe that he can help fill the void. Will he put up the numbers that Adams did? That's to be debated, but I think he'll help cushion the blow while the rookies learn the system. And I'm, don't forget Cobb's back. He got you know his security blanket in the slot. So, yeah, I'm in. I guess the world is screwed because we're all in. Yeah, man, you know <laughs> – you, you you don't have a choice because, like you guys said, you know, with Darrell pick, making that big point with Sammy Watkins, and like I followed it, with, you got to stretch your fingers for you sign that paper, my man. We already know about your injury history. You're coming in here. You're you're just as bad as Christian McCaffrey when it comes out there with with, with you know he looks the wrong way, tears his ACL. I mean, dude, it's 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 ridiculous how you know it, you would think with all the advancements in technology and and health and and how you train your body that these these incidents shouldn't be happening along has to deal with genetics, but we might not be seeing them take care of themselves fully behind closed doors. We just don't know this because we're not there 24 seven. So who knows? We can only go based on fact. And the fact that Sammy Watkins has already hurt before training camp, who else is going to fill in? Of course, he's got that security blanket in the slot with Cobb, but for a number one wide receiver, you just lost a big weapon with Devonte Adams going yeah. to the Raiders, big, big loss. And yeah. I kind of disagree with what Devonte adams been saying about how you know Derek carr kind of you can't really compare Derek carr and aaron Rodgers. okay i take that with a grain of salt he's definitely been drinking some of that maui wowie out there while he's been out there in vegas yeah so he's drinking that oh, funny Jesus. so i don't know what he's got going on but the fact that we are all in on this topic to start the show says a lot yeah i i want to say this drew um the, i still think this Packers team is going to be good i mean obviously i'm, I'm going to say that as a fan but as a if you want any indication of what this Packers team will look like, and I said this on seven on episode 17, go back and look at the Cardinals game last year. That's the Packers team that you're going to see all year long until they find or Alan Lazar can become that overall number one guy. Now, one guy I don't want to kind of forget about because he is coming back from an ACL himself is Tunyon. Tunyon scored 10 touchdowns the year before last and somehow didn't make the Pro Bowl. I got 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 uh dripped over for uh Evan Ingram, who had one touchdown. But I, that's that's another argument. I won't get into that as well. But with you know, with <laughs> with, with, with Tunya coming back, with Tunya coming back, um, I, I do have a little bit of confidence on that security blanket front, man. I I'm 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 gonna be all right. I, I think we're gonna be all right. I just I just don't know how it's gonna work. <laughs> just what I was gonna work. Tom will tell. I mean, the good thing is we get one extra game a season to see it, but it's kind of a blessing and a curse at the same time. So right. we'll see how it works out for Aaron Rodgers. But with his back against the wall, I, I think we may potentially see a batter man because he's going to be forced to move it away from Devontae Adams. You're not going to have that one security blanket. You said security blanket with Cobb, but he's not going to have that one person that he knows that can carry the load. He's going to have to spread it out because he's going to have to see what the right. rest of the team can do because you're not going to have a chance to make it into the playoffs, let alone far into the playoffs without that. Agreed. So, Agreed. so with that, guys. 
Do what? Oh, no, go ahead. I was no, going to no, say no, it's we... been a while since we actually could say question the offense for the Packers and say the defense is the better side. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. They're, they're going to go to Aaron Jones a lot. It's going to be the Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon show. So we'll see a lot of that from Green Bay, and they'll sprinkle in the receivers. But Matt LaFleur is going to finally get to run the offense he wants to run. <laughs> The, the mm-hmm. old school San Francisco from a couple years ago. So we'll see how it goes. It may, and I don't say I don't say it now, but we could eventually see it be a, uh, being a make or break situation with what you just said, being the fact that it's Matt LaFleur's offense. He gets a chance to run it the way he wants to. This could make or break the team. So he's not in a make or break situation for his job right now, but it could get oh. to that point if things don't go well this season. Uh, he just got that extension yesterday. Him and Goots both, they solid. They got, they got a couple years. They solid. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of solidarity, let's go on to round two. Round two. And I say that wholeheartedly as a Braves fan, guys. Uh, Freddie Freeman's former agent should be barred from client representation going forward. Look at this this graphic right here before you even get started. I mean, this says it all. This is uh, I took this out of the picture moment when he was back in Atlanta for the first time, and um, for the for his agent to do what he did to him, it was pretty tough just to see that. Whether you're a fan of his or not, how do you feel about this, Jay? Are you in on in or out on that? On his agent should be barred. Nah, I'm 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 kind of split, but I'm gonna say I'm I'm in because you got to tell your client you're representing that person, so you got to put it all on the table. And you know, after seeing that, like when I first heard that he was leaving, I couldn't believe it. that it just didn't make sense to me because you knew where his passion and his love was, and his loyalty has always been there. And I, I will not bat an eye at the fact that. Next year, he'll be back with the Braves. So Jay's in and is strongly saying that he thinks that he's going back to the Braves next year. Before we get into my take, Darrell, how do you feel about this? Do you agree? Are you in or are you out? Uh, I'm... I debated this all week, Drew. I really did. I, I We got the topics last week. I was like... Uh, that's why I try to pump them out as fast as I can. I'm, that way, I'm, you guys got any no, ideas and changes. No, you good. You, no, think about yeah. You, you did the right thing. You did the right thing. I was debating it all week, um, and I'm 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 in. The thing that bothered me the most about this, and we and we talked about it when you saw, you know, the that picture that the graphic that you posted, like he was so hurt, and you can see it in his eyes that he wanted to. You know, he wanted to still be in Atlanta. And for his agent to do him like that, look, man, it, it, it was dirty. I would love to see him go back to Atlanta because I love that loyalty factor. I mean, he he was there when they were struggling, when the Braves had went from being that great team. He was there struggling. He got to this point. And, and, and now that, you know, they, they're world champs. And I, I just hate for the fact that he didn't even get the opportunity to say yes or no uh, or, you know, you know, to say he was in or out. I'm going back to the Atlanta Braves. So, I mean, I just I, – I'm, I'm in. I mean, his his agent ought to be ashamed of himself. Shame. 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 Way to use that pun, man. I like that. <laughs> you did well. I love that. But, uh, you know, and, and and I was going back and forth with this. He should be barred, in my opinion. I mean – This is dirty dealings right there for you to put your trust in someone that's going to sign your help you sign your deals, your livelihood for your family, for your friends, for yourself. 
uh it's no matter what i'm doing like i spend my time to do stuff and i just like my video productions i do the damn best job i can because i want to provide entertainment for whoever's watching this whether it's one or a hundred people okay all of you that spend time to watch this is it's all for entertainment it's the same thing when they go out there and they play baseball they but they they can't do it 100 percent wholeheartedly when they know this is how their business dealings were done um and, and they're going out there playing false hopes for a team that they wanted them but he didn't necessarily want to be there he's it's not their fault but he would love to be in Atlanta. That's where he started out. That's where he just got a ring. He was a fan of the Braves his entire life. So when when you find out that you, what you thought your team didn't match the deal, of course for your livelihood you're going to go to go L.A. Then you come back that first trip back and you find out the truth, the hard truth. That's that's tough, man. That's that's really really hard to swallow. And, and uh, of course you're going to fire your agent. And of course nobody else should trust you in that moment because you just did a slide dealing. For, for yourself to get a bigger cut of the pie. The agent got more money that way if he took that deal. And even though the Braves would have matched it, that's the sad part. The Braves told him we would have matched that number, and right. we came back with it. But you didn't take that number because the, of what the agent did. So it, it, it fall. It, you, you live by the sword, you die by the sword, and you gotta you got to choose wisely with yeah. your representation and what you thought your trust was in someone to do that. And you couldn't do that, unfortunately. That's why you got to let him go, and this guy should be – treated like pete rose was treated when he got caught for gambling that's not even that big of a deal now in 2022 betting on your own team yes but the fact that he was gambling and you treated him that way and this guy did what he did to freddie he should never be allowed to represent anybody else exactly and you said the perfect word represent your agent represents you and for him to do that that 100 percent, he needs to be gone as as, as you know the crazy thing about it i saw that other day that He's suing Doug uh, Godley because uh, I guess Godley was the one that, you know, dropped the hammer on this. So the agent is suing him because of, you know, everything that's going on. It's your fault. Like, it's your fault, bro. Like, you did this to this man. You're, you're mad because you got exposed? And and that's the way you're going to respond to that? Man, get out of here with that crap, bro. Get out of here. If LeBron James is going to leave our boy Snowman alone for his bronze sexual segment on his show, <laughs> then you need to leave this man alone because all he did was drop straight facts. So if, if, if LeBron's leaving Snowman alone, then you you, you got to leave. You got to let this go, dude. Snowman hates LeBron. LeBron. All right. Snowman hates LeBron. <laughs> yeah, he, he still hates LeBron, man. That, hates that, LeBron when I was on the show last time, it was I was like, I don't like LeBron, but I'm I'm kind of uncomfortable even hating on him this much, Snowman. Like, <laughs> hating him this bad. Like, yeah, of know. course, MJ is number one, but we got to turn it down a little bit. But nope, he hates. that's said, let's keep it fresh. We got some breaking news, fellas. <laughs> And that breaking news is this. Next week, the best of the first episodes of 1 through 25 will be here in five volumes, Monday and Tuesday. Three episodes on Monday at 6, 7, 8 o'clock. First volumes will have 1 through 5, 6 through 10, and 11 through 15. 16 through 20 and 21 through 25 will be the following day at 7 and 8 o'clock. Each episode, just like, for example, 1 through 5 will have the best round of each show, which will basically be in the format of a show. And from putting it all together, guys, it was pretty entertaining for me. And, you know, sometimes it's a chore putting videos together. And this was pretty fun. So if you have the time next week and it's always on, you can always go back and replay it. Check out the inner out sports debate. You'll see Darrell there, volume four, with there with his episode in, in episode 20. Episode 17, my 16 through 20 was the volume he was in. So it's definitely going to be good. Eventually, you can go back and see this one. 
in the other episodes, but I only had enough time to get the first five out. So other than that, we have another round to get into, and that is round three for a team that Jay knows very well, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Round three. And here with round three, Leonard Fournette gaining 30 pounds during the offseason is a huge problem for the Bucks' offense this upcoming season. How do you feel about this, Jay? Are you in or are you out on this? Uh, we're, there's still discrepancies on what type of weight it is. We haven't heard if it's muscle or if it's, uh, you know, Bojangles. So, I mean, <laughs> if it's, if it's, if it's, if it, if it's bad, the, the man's only six foot, and to be the number one running back now that Jones is gone, uh, you know, we drafted a guy that is very close to what James White was when he came out of college. So I, it, it's a big problem. So I'm in on it because you want your playoff guy to be there, be prepared, and you're paying him a butt ton of money. Not to show up, you know, hi, I was down to Buffet Beach. No. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off too soon. I thought oh, you're all right, man. But, but Jay, Jay's in, and, and I, before we even get to Darrell, I'm going to agree with this too. I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm in on this too. Hey, man, whether it's muscle or or the Bojangles, like you said, that's still a lot more weight to put on those legs as a running back. You're a running back. You're not a tight end. You know, you're, you're not blocking. You're not really known as a blocking running back. So what'd you put that weight on for? I mean, this isn't the 2020 and the pandemic year where everybody was sitting around drinking beer, eating Cheetos for the first few months and watching TV because they weren't doing anything. So this isn't that this isn't that time to be putting the weight on Tom Brady's trying to get his eighth ring, trying to go out there one last time and get one more ring. And you're going to throw on 30 pounds to TB 12. Tell you to put on that weight. I don't see a report from Tom Brady saying it was okay for you to put on 30 pounds. <laughs> so until then I'm not buying it. I'm, I'm in on this too. How do you feel about it? Darrell? I am out. Oh, the floor is yours. All right, so let's 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 look at it like this. Obviously, you don't want your running back to gain 30 pounds. Now, I know that I saw a report that Fournette himself has refuted that he gained 30 pounds. Now he could be just protecting himself on that end, so on and so on. But in the end, it doesn't matter. Why? Because Thomas Edward Brady always finds a way. That that organization is probably being ran the best it's been ran in years since we're talking obviously since the dungy days uh and what i what i see right now is that even if if he doesn't come to play they're gonna find a running back that's gonna come in and, and do the, and do the work that's just that's just how that team and a tom brady team works so yeah i mean god we, we want to have leonard fournette at a thousand percent um you know if you're the quimby's of the world you want him at a thousand <laughs> but guess what you really don't need him at a thousand percent because Thomas Brady will find a way. He's done it for years to find a way to look around. There. And Jay mentioned it himself, uh, the young guy that they got in the draft. If you go back and look at those uh, those Patriot teams, he loved James White. He loved his Kevin Fox. If he can get a guy like that, he still got Giovanni, Giovanni Bernard back there. So you, 
that's why I said, like, they're going to be fine. He'll find a way to supplement for that running game if he can just get a little bit from the other guys. So that's why I'm out. I don't, you know what the running back's last different. name is? His White. name is Rashad White. Yes, his last name is White. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about Kyle Rudolph coming to the Bucks? Nah, fuck it. How many, how many more people? I mean, well, they, they like, I, like the, I like the leadership about it. But for me, we drafted two tight ends. We had Cameron Brates getting paid a lot of money. Uh, I didn't see the need because now we might – one of the tight ends we drafted with – I know it's a third-day pick, but it was fourth round. We moved up to get the dude, might not make the team. So right. it don't make sense. Mm. Between that and the Julio Jones, we just recently heard about today. There's just a lot of wild decisions they're making there. and you We know, got the 2012 – all uh, all NFL team right now. Next will be AJ Green or some shit. With that, we do actually have a lot of comments to acknowledge here that we can probably brush up with what we were just talking about a little bit more with the comments. Let's go to the fans. Medial Mayhem. From a new fan on uh, YouTube that we've had ever since uh, the Undisputed Champions were here, the Chosen One starts out with, what's up, fellas? He's been pretty animated here lately, so it's going to be interesting to see what else he's got to say here down the road. Becca comes in. Jay, you are sideways. <laughs> she was calling you out there at the beginning. Hey, bro. But thanks, thanks, Becca. We, we, we filled it right on in sweetie, for him, you know, Sweetie, with- th- th- it's your shit that malfunctioned, by the way. Oh, <laughs> dang, dang. <laughs> I'm going to pay for that one. <laughs> yeah, you are going to get a couple she's punches. She's probably going to make you pay with it. With Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> get the fuck out of here! <laughs> You're in trouble, brother. <laughs> you just got the discount double check with that one. That's so. great. Yeah, I'll take it. So so with that, we you got that one. We got Becca back. <laughs> just saying that you're back up. And then uh, Becca, you know, with the, with the laughing emojis. A lot of them, it's all about the paycheck. So, yep, she's she's on the point with that. You know, with what we were talking about early on with uh, with the wide receivers and stuff like that with the Packers and getting in there with starting out with football. Mm-hmm. The chosen one comes in with Aaron Rodgers will choke and will never be far. Ah. Terrell, ah. chosen one, chosen one. Look, I, I look. I appreciate you. We appreciate you. We thank you for you know being a. a, a uh, a a a, 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 a a supporter that's the word i was looking for we thank you for being a supporter on the network i truly appreciate you brother I, I will say this though all right if you're putting both of these guys careers side by side it's pretty much the same except aaron Rodgers is more efficient yes uh you know you know brett did go to two super bowls that's something that has eluded aaron Rodgers. But Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw interceptions. He takes care of the football. He has 400 touchdowns, 400-plus touchdowns with only 88 interceptions. The man has been in the league. (laughs) The man has been in the league 17. This is going to be his 17th year. He hasn't thrown 100 picks. Quarterbacks that have been in the league that long are well over 100 picks. He's not there yet. The only other person that's close to that right now is Russell Wilson. Those two guys, quarterback rating wise and efficiency, have been phenomenal. So yeah, I, I I'm not, I'm not as much as I love Brett Favre. You, I'm green and gold. I bleed it. I promise you. But I'm not gonna say 
that he will never be far because technically what's the one stat that far will always lead in he is he has the most interceptions of all time so you got the most interceptions yeah. of all time turning the ball over to a guy who doesn't turn the ball over but they're I will give him this. I mean, Brett Favre was it special, man. It comes to this, bro. It comes and, to this and, all the time. And longevity. So I don't. Like I said, I I appreciate I appreciate that chosen one. I appreciate that. I gotta come back to chosen one with this. Hell to the no, to the no, 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 no. Hell no, no, to the no, no. Oh, the I gotta sum it up with what Darrell said. He's he he hasn't thrown that many interceptions. He's a smarter quarterback. However. I'm going to go back to episode 17 with you, Darrell, and bring up mm-hmm. the word pussified because that's what sports are nowadays compared yeah. to what Brett Favre had to deal with back in the day. Yeah, so when Brett Favre's that. getting rocked around and smacked around like he was, of course he's going to throw an underhanded interception every now and then when he's trying to make a play. So I'm going I'm to have to give him some props there. However, Aaron Rodgers will eventually be better than Brett Favre. I feel like Aaron Rodgers – will eventually get that second Super Bowl that Brett Favre eluded him when he tried to get very in. So, when he goes to a different team. Shut up, Jay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. He signed that four-year contract. and He's done, and man. If, he's like, look, he's done. He's done. So, And if Aaron Rodgers actually left the team, this is what would be on his mind. Because Aaron Rodgers wouldn't care. That's why he would leave. And when we don't have somebody that doesn't care, this is what also happens. Ain't nobody got time for that. I mean, come on, guys. Time for that. <laughs> That's great. Chimes back in with the Bojangles. Lost Bojangles. it with the Bojangles. That was that was a great one with the Bojangles, Jay. That was great. I, I'm just going to – because that was actually Darrell's daughter's fault. Bojangles. Bojangles? Oh, no. No, no. Uh, we'll explain afterwards. Let's we'll explain afterwards. That's okay. great. <laughs> the chosen one comes back with playoff Lenny should now be sideline flabby. Whoa. That's a good one, chosen one. <laughs> sideline flabby. Hmm. We might have to use that in an article or two. And just we'll, we'll give you credit, chosen one. I, I, I like that one. <laughs> TB12 plays to 50, he says. I mean, he's he's getting closer. He's I'm, in. That. I'm in like, on that. <laughs> yeah, next year. I'm in on that. <laughs> that could, but cannot sign JPP. Oh, yep. Because we we're all those all those people we were talking about. She acknowledges, mm-hmm. you know, they can't sign JPP, but you're she picking up all these hand me downs. Trade, you know, you get all these retreads to JPP. As soon as they say JPP, she screams at her, JPP. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's what people said when the firework was going off. Say, Jamie, me, put it down. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, no, they were saying, back up, yeah. turn it back up. Hey, did you see that tweet where that kid that played uh, for a Florida school had an extra finger and he's like, hey, lend a brother a digit? <laughs> so I was like, wow. Oh, man. That's great. Becca says, give me JPP. And she says that she's sure that the Cowboys could use JPP. They wouldn't know what to do with him. The Arlington they Desperados. Have... <laughs> I love that name y'all be calling the Arlington, Arlington Desperados. Oh, that's because uh, Darrell gets threatened with these. For yeah, saying the name. yeah. I've been threatened a few times. I, I was told, Drew, that I'm not allowed to pick um, the Arlington Desperados in any situation. But I will also say when I picked them last year, at one point I was undefeated 
uh, with with I was with correct. So I, I will I will only throw that out there, but still. Well, fans, fans, you did great with the comments throughout the first half of the show. Definitely keep them coming so we can acknowledge them here at the end. But we have two more rounds we got to get into with round four. It's a pretty interesting one where we go to the by the numbers segment. Let's see what we got for this one. Round four. And with round four, we take this into the by the numbers segment. John Smoltz is the greatest athlete to ever wear the number 29 in all of sports. Darrell, take this off first. How do you feel about this? Are you in or are you out on John Smoltz being the greatest one to ever wear the number 29? All right, so this was a tough one, uh, and this is another one I debated, So, I'm, but I'm going to say I'm in. All right, so this is this is why I'm in on it. I, I had to really think about this because when I went to go do my research on people that were like, nine there's not a lot of like big names um there's one name that was mentioned i believe with uh lamont uh when that was catfish hunter i i want he he obviously wanted to uh, number 29 at some point he's such a you know he's such a a big you know name in major league baseball and all his accolades and then there was eric dickerson you know really wanted to go there but john smokes to me and the reason why I give it to him is because when you go back and look at it, this man's like an eight-time All-Star, World Series, you know, um, champ. You know, I believe he's got a Cy Young in there. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, and then I do apologize if I am. But the biggest part of that is this man was a solid starter for years, and a lot, a lot of people can do that switch over and move from a starter to a closer and be just as dominant and make All-Star appearances in there. So I'm in, man. I'm a, I'm gonna give Smoltz to his love, man. I've always been a, a a John Smoltz fan, even though when I wasn't a huge Brave fan growing up. So Smoltz for me, I'm in on it. How do you feel about this, Jay? Are you agree? Where are you out? Um, well, I'm gonna give one shout out because you know number 29 is what I wore when I was in high school. Uh, Eric Berry, I love Eric Berry. Uh, he ended his career as comeback player of the year, but he was never right after his battle with cancer. Having done that, you know, have mad respect for him. But I am out because, for me, Rod Carew is the greatest to ever wear the number 29. 18-time All-Star, Rookie of the Year, number retired for two franchises. I mean, 18-time All-Star. Come on, man. That's a lot of (laughs) All-Stars. That's a lot. As a Braves fan, I want to say in. I know you do. And Glenn, agree Andrew. with Darrell. <laughs> However, Andrew. I got to side with Jay on this, and he stole the words out of my mouth. I'm out. You know, Jay brought it by the numbers here, literally. This guy was an 18-time All-Star from 1967 to 1984. The 1977 AL MVP, 1967 AL Rookie of the Year Award went to him, as well as the Roberto Clemente Award in 1977, a seven-time AL batting champion. The Minnesota Twins and the Los Angeles Angels are who his number are retired by. Smoltz, you brought up a lot of great points, Darrell, and as a fan of the Braves, and (laughs) I I, I really want to go there, and that's why I kind of threw that that curveball out there with this topic. However, just – 
even though and, and if I'm definitely going to stick with in baseball and I got to go historian wise, I got to agree with Jay here and pick Carew mm-hmm. here, that longevity of that career. He played in three different decades. Got to give it to Carew. Yeah. I, now, go ahead, Jay. Go ahead. No, one of the best baseball players, though, that I love to watch was Adrian Beltring. He played with fun and passion. I know you hate him because he didn't he play well for you guys. He lied about his trash. trash in Seattle. He was trash in Seattle, Drew. He was absolute <laughs> trash in Seattle. This man came to Seattle, took all of our money. He took all of our money, Drew. He took all of our money. Wait, are we talking about Robinson Crow? I'm don't don't get me started on Robinson because he's another one. He came in there, Drew, took all of our money, and then had the nerve, had the nerve to go to Boston and win a World Series like the next year. I was pissed. Oh, I'm still mad at him. So yeah, <laughs> bump, he's a great player, but bump Adrian Beltre. That's how I feel about it. He trash. You know, there's uh, there's one person plays. we left off the list too. With all the people we named, though, we forgot about Fred McGriff, who wore 29 as well. I, you the know, crime dog, I, where he played with the oh, Braves as well. I, I, I drew. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I saw it, Drew, and I said, Nah, I, I crime dog, my dude. Because every time I think of the crime dog, I think of. <laughs> oh yeah, well, you know, the, the, the training video. See, I, I I thought about him, but the thing that killed me with him is he didn't win. If I remember correctly, he won his World Series with like the Marlins, right? Not with the Braves. No, no, no. He was with them in '95. Oh, I think it was with the Braves. When he oh, got. was he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want no. He came to the Braves. Bef- he was with the Blue Jays before they won the World Series. I want to say. Right. I think yeah. he came to the Braves right before that, uh, or yeah, he was with right, the Padres. Right. Went from the like the Blue Jays. I'll have to look it up. Some I just know he played for the Blue Jays and the Padres. So many teams, he did, man. and then he played for the. He was one of the first Tampa Bay Devil Rays as well. Yeah, he was. The, the they Wade were. Okay. He, he was one of the two All Star big. They brought in two big names of three. They had Wade Boggs. Yep. They had Fred McGriff and Jose Canseco for that inaugural year. Sheesh! Oh, Wade Boggs, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Classic. Mm. Didn't he steal I mean, a horse once? <laughs> It wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. No, when uh, when the uh, shit, he was with the Yankees and he took a horse around the. Yeah, he field. did. He did. I he mean. was friends with Mister Perfect, Kurt Henning, and Kurt Henning. There's a story about on one of his biographies that uh, he saved Wade Boggs' life. They were hunting really? or something like that. I, and I, like he he broke his separated shoulder or something or something happened where he would have bled out to death if it weren't for Mister Perfect throwing him over his shoulder like a lumberjack, carrying him like ten miles to the next person's house or something like because they were way out in some type of wood area hunting or something. It, you guys got to find it. But Wade Boggs man, it oh. gives mad respect to Mister Perfect, man. Absolutely well, perfect. Oh, yeah. well, <laughs> so did you perfect. look up Rod Carew's heart transplant and read that story? That one will get you in the feels. Okay. Speaking about in the fields for the final fields, we've got one more round to go into, fellas. Let's take this into a very, very impactful one for the last round. Final round. And here in the final round, Brittany Griner should have done her research on Russian laws before signing that contract to play overseas. How do you feel about this, Jay? Are you in or are you out on this? I'm I'm in a hundred percent. I mean, you know, having family in Michigan, I know what they can do in Michigan with that substance. If you cross into Indiana with that substance, Indiana will arrest you, and that's in the continental U.S. Now you're in a different country, different continent, the whole shebang. Yeah, you you needed to do your research, know where you stood because. I mean, you're looking at 
a long time in a very uncomfortable place. From what I've read, you know, a five foot tall cage and this woman's like almost seven foot tall. That's got to suck. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jarrell, how do you feel about this? Are you in or are you out on this one? <sighs> I'm I'm in. I'm in. Look, when it comes down to it, I understand why she went over there. The WNBA don't pay. <laughs> it, it, it just don't pay. Um, and unfortunately, the league is, you know, it feel like the league is all the, the headlines always are never where they need to be. It's always about them wanting more money. Uh, it's never about the play of the women. It's it's always something different. So I understand why she went over there. But I am in on the fact that before you sign a contract, go to another country, you have to know what your surroundings are. You have to know the situations around there. You, you know, you put yourself in a bad spot and, you know, obviously here, I mean, you, you can go willy nilly, go out here and smoke, do whatever you want. Most for the most part when it comes to vaping, but you got to be careful about that when you're in foreign countries, man. Like that's not gotta be the first thing you do. If I go to a foreign, if I, if I derail on says, Hey man, I'm going to go to the middle East just to say, the first thing Darrell Lawrence is going to do is find out what customs I don't mess up so I don't get myself, you know, you know, put in jail or whatever other crazy things they do. Now, I want to see her come home. You know, I mean, she, you know, she's a, she's an American. I want to see her come home. And, you know, in, in our eyes, it's a petty thing. It is. In our eyes, it's a petty thing. It's like, man, we do that all the time. But you do have to be respectful of other countries. Not everybody is the United States. So. I'm definitely in. You got to pay attention to that stuff, Brittany, but I do want to see you come home, though. Yeah, I've, I've got to agree with both of you guys on this. I'm I'm the same way. I'm in on this as well. You know, it, it, you guys both summed it up, and I've even said it on previous episodes, basically like my final word, bonus topic or whatever. This is something that I can't let go until we actually get a resolution for it. And, and I'm not trying to do this politically. I'm just trying to make a point that it's like people in no matter what walks of life, no matter what you're doing, when you sign your name to something, you need to know what you're signing. You need to read the fine print. You need to know what you're getting yourself into. So if I'm going to go to a different state and work, I want to know what I'm doing. So that way, what I'm doing here in Virginia may not work in Tennessee or another country or another state. And and especially when you're leaving the U.S. of A., especially when you have been as vocal as you are about certain things you don't agree with within the United States. And then they hear this and they translate that to where if she's going to disrespect her own country like that, we definitely got to make an example out of her now. So that's why would they go to bat for? Yeah, exactly. So this is, this is my point. Like you didn't read the fine print. You didn't behave yourself. Now you're stuck in limbo when you went there for a few thousand dollars to put some, you know, put a little bit on top of what you're making. You would have been better off working at the grocery store, smoking weed during 420, staying home and making a few extra bucks. I mean, think about it for, I mean, I'm, I'm joking in some aspects, but I mean, let's be serious here. Like, you could have done a couple part-time jobs, delivered some pizza, hell, work for DoorDash. I don't care. But you could have made good enough money being back here doing something other than basketball, but you're trying to go after one thing, which is your one true trade. You should have tried to venture it out doing something else. Be a philanthropist. Do something. Write a damn book. Write a book while you're in jail now because of what you just did. I don't know, but you're going to have to do something to get some other income in because you're screwed now. you got to be down and got enough room. <laughs> <laughs> I look, I, I think in the end, Drew, like, I think 
it, it's a tough one because as an American, most people want to be like, look, man, bring bring our person home. You know, bring her home. They don't care what it matter, what what they did, just bring them home. Let us let us deal with it. And that's always been our mindset. But you know, in this situation, it, it's a tough one. We got war situation going. I, I I don't care what anybody says. I feel like that's it's part of it. Because oh. I feel like if they would have, you know, I think if th- there's no war going on, she's already home. She's already home. The United States and Russia have already worked this out. She's already home. But because their war is going on and the United States have already kind of taken a side on this bad boy, I know that it's part of it. Um, and unfortunately, she's just, you know, she's a prisoner of war. And I, and I, and I try not to. I don't want people to think, oh, well, she didn't go into battle. I know that. But she technically, in this case, if you look at it, she's a prisoner of war. They're using her, um, you know, to. She is know. a pawn of the power play. By exactly. America. Exactly. That's the best way I can my, put it. My brother and I talked about it earlier. and I, He's like, you know, you should do this. But is it fair for them to use her as a bargaining chip? No, right. it's not. not he's like, because if she was home. She had paid a fee. She'd be out. Everything be done. We'd never heard maybe but a little blip about it. Right. So. It's you're absolutely right. I mean, it ha- it's sad when we have to have politics be a part of this. And no matter, and it's like what LT and I were saying yesterday in the final word part of it. It's like it's no matter where you fall, whether it's left or right. It, it, everybody in America, it feels some type of way about this one topic. All right. You know, it's we got to get some type of resolution. The right thing needs to happen here. But at the same time, justice needs to be served at the same time because you should have in some type of coaching or therapy, like you need to be a little bit more aware of what you're getting yourself into. You're not a child anymore. And I think this has definitely been a big wake up call for Brittany Griner. Definitely. So with that, we've, we've had a great show so far, guys. We've gone through five rounds. We've got a couple comments left here in the, uh, the ma'am culmination. So for those of you fans who are still watching, get your last thoughts out as we wrap up episode 29. Let's take this into the mayhem culmination. Here in the mayhem culmination, we like to acknowledge the comments from the fans. So those of you who are still watching here live, get your comments in. Right now we have a couple BCQ comments again. You better watch it, Darrell. You're going to get Jay beat with the broom tonight, man. Well, I don't know what <laughs> oh, you're saying. Jay. No, no, no. Yeah. you out. I got, I got a well Actually, my, my wife does not project her anger. If I do something, I deserve it. But she saves that shit up for him. <laughs> <laughs> that's great look, my, I, my wife I'm, is an equal opportunity whooping answer you look you know i love you <laughs> I, I i will send the wellness check a little bit later me i'll uh, be fine she I, I got a house key to your house remember well come on in brother <laughs> no no no. i'm gonna give it to the wife and no, send why her would on you, the way. you know what that ain't right yeah <laughs> i got a feeling this is what she gonna be saying to you here in a minute ain't nobody got time for that we got another comment from the chosen one don't do the crime if you can't do the time chosen one you're a little harsh today man just just straight throwing it up there brett farvin now Brittany grinder man you're slaying it on thick my man (laughs) like this is how he feels about Not trying to be mean, but again, if the crime was in the U.S., it'd be a different outcome. Just saying. Yeah, most definitely. True. 
it, it wouldn't be the same dream. And, or if she was in Australia and got caught with it, you're yep. banned from the country, send her home. Yep. Facts. He comes back yeah. right away with this. Play it again. I guess you really liked it that bad, but we're not going to play it again. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'll play this though. To the no, to the no, 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 no. Hell no, no, to the no, no. I love that guy. I, every, I love every time I hear, you know, it's funny. Like when that, that meme all came from like Dallas Cowboys, it was like a Dallas oh. Cowboy meme. Oh, my fault. Arlington Desperado. <laughs> but, but I mean, I was I was just stating what it was from. That's all. Just stating what it's from. I'm not picking anybody, back, I promise. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I, he's great. God rest his soul. The bishop, you you brought millions of laughs, brother. Millions of laughs. There, there's no one that drips more swag than Bishop Bullwinkle <laughs> once bishop, did. Baby. So you got to give it love, just like uh, LT said about the velvet bringing that up yesterday. So you had to velvet. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so that being said, we oh, do no have said- to acknowledge that Jay has finally, since oh, he has come been on a part in, of this brother. episode, come on it in. is time. It yeah. is time to get Jay in. Jay is finally Where's now. My- Locked in the vault. Jay Quimby with his first ever time is now here. Jerry Y. Quimby is now yeah. locked in <laughs> the in, vault. Brother. The nachos are ready. The nachos BCQ's are ready. there ready for the snuggles. You are finally here in the vault with episode 29 here in the first That's 30 great. episodes. Darrell's right there for the second time. He's now a two-time Vault of Fame inductee. Congratulations to you two who are now added on to this list of the previously named with episode 29, the first ever duo to be a part of the trio's edition on the Inner Out Sports Debate. I love the 29 beside my name. That's, it looks uh, good. I feel like I'm 1998 all over again. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we've got one last part to get into, and that is the final word. Let's go ahead and get our last thought out on this show. And out of all the things that we have discussed on the show so far, Jay, what would you like to get out or for your final word? There's something that you forgot or just anything in sports in no. general. The floor is yours. Does it got to be sports? Because uh, I wanted to play off something that you said earlier about, you know, left, right, because, you know. Sure. Go ahead. Treat, treat, you know, we got to start looking at people as people again, being kind to one another because, you know, not based off of who you voted on the last election. The world is, needs that back to become the place it once was because we, the chaos, the hate is getting us nowhere, but, you know, farther down the rabbit hole. You know, love one another, appreciate each other. If you disagree, doesn't mean I have to agree with you. Just let it be. I like it. I like it. Yeah, you know, definitely a great way to take the final word, Darrell. Where do you want to take this at for your final word? You want to do pick it back off? You want to keep it within sports? This floor. Is I'm, I, I got, I got, I got some sports stuff here. I got some sports stuff here. Some promo stuff. I was going to say. Uh, first of all, I, something I forgot on number twenty nine, and how dare? And I, I knew I was going to say something about it, but right there, baby, Nate McKinnon. Got to go ahead and give love to my man. What? Maybe not the greatest of all time yet. You know, maybe the greatest hockey. No, I'm not. I can't even say that because there's a couple of great hockey. You know, Paul Stanzi. I don't want to give disrespect there, but I do want to say I want to give love to Nate McKinnon on that one. 
Thank you, brother. Thank you for finally getting us cup number three. So I throw that out there. Now, with all that being said, promos. I just want to promo. Just want to give love to uh, some of the other uh, shows here on the network. Uh, make sure you get an opportunity to check out Monster Minutes on the weekend. Uh, you know, Becca's, you know, rocking and rolling either on Saturday or Sunday. Uh, yesterday, our man Victor Herrera just had uh, a uh, an interview with the uh, University of Texas San Antonio head coach, women's golf head coach, uh, Summer Batiste. Uh, great interview by Vic. Good job, Vic. Uh, this week, uh, we got Commonwealth Sports Talk coming on Thursday. Uh, Joe, Joe D is sitting down with. Um, with Ahmad Hawkins, who former UVA wide receiver. Uh, he's a UVA personality. He's got a, a great podcast called the ball Hawk podcast. That's going on. Me and Jay are coming back uh, tomorrow uh, for episode 297 of the legacy makers boys podcast. Tomorrow we're talking about the NFC South. So I guess the talk about Julio Jones and the Tampa Bay <laughs> Buccaneers will continue tomorrow. Uh, and of course in, in or out, you know, I just, you know, great job, Drew, hard work love to see it um we got to keep pushing i think everybody's doing a great job on the network i'm proud of every single uh, one of y'all yeah our views are through the roof uh our numbers keep going so you know everybody keeps doing their bit share share yep. like proud you know, of y'all stock i mean what you know do your thing <laughs> stock is a walmart <laughs> <laughs> proud, no, proud of everybody though really i just i feel like that needs to be said um just hard work on everybody's part um like i said drew very impressed with what you've been doing the last couple of weeks over the last couple of months i should say and you know just keep rocking and rolling on that uh just proud of everybody everybody's just been putting in that effort man uh we was at acc media day last week had a great time doing that uh with justice and, and jay and myself jay was on there trying to look sexy on tv drew you should have seen it oh, <laughs> seen oh it. my you now seen i will I will say, you know, <laughs> I'm, no, I'm going to give Darrell credit on something because he told me, he's like, you know, success is on the other side of fear. And I was so scared to get up and be on TV and ask questions. And once I broke that, dude, I, yeah, they couldn't get me And then he was on there three up. times. He even, got a, he even got a dirty look from the uh, Miami Hurricanes head <laughs> My man looked at him like, you tired of, are we done talking about this uh, subject? We're like, yes, yeah. <laughs> As long as you answer my question, <laughs> that's all I care about. <laughs> I mean, y'all killed it last week. That was that was great stuff to watch. Thank you guys for for doing that, and being a part of that, um, and definitely giving us more content. Like you said, like Jay said too, the numbers are climbing. And when you go back and you look on it, today is actually the three month anniversary. Uh, well, no, the four month anniversary of when I brought in or out back uh, for episode been six. Four months already. Been four. <sighs> it's only been four months, and we brought back episode six. And like I tell everybody, episode six was a dumpster fire. Okay, so with with my final word, I'm going to take this into another another uh, another realm since we're nearing episode 30 with this. So so with that, I'm going to take this one into you go back and you watch episode six. It was a complete dumpster fire. I got to give a shout out to Darrell and Jay here for allowing me to use this platform here to stream live. I mean, I've got a lot of history, a lot of knowledge when it comes to producing video productions. However, when I go back and I edit something that I record, I treat it like a Lucasfilm production. It's like a mother fathering project for the next two days where i'm spending there just going in over and over and over again where i can just prepare a live stream and go live it's just as close to what i would do if i were to edit it very few mistakes because all my guests have been great all of you that i acknowledge in the vault of fame have been great thank you from one to now all of you there's no exception to any one of you uh, no matter how many times you've been on or how little you've been on you've all played a part in this so for my final word and for the fact that we are almost at 30 
episodes when we just had episode six back four months ago after taking a seventh month break. And before that, for that one episode, we had a 15 month break. So there was no consistency on my part. I was dropping the ball a little bit. However, it was the pandemic and I'm not going to make excuses, but we've had a lot happen in the past two years since I started. So, but the ball is rolling. This project is steamrolling. We've had a blast. I got you guys on here today. So with my final word, I just want to give acknowledgement to all of you who have taken your time to be here with me to have a blast. I hope I've made it just as fun as what the plans looked like beforehand, because that is my intention every single time we have the inner out sports debate. So for my final word, I just again want to give acknowledgement to you guys for taking the time to have a blast with me here. I appreciate it, man. Anytime, man. We'll definitely have to do it again. And I'm going to have a little bit of a hiatus for like a week or two, you know, because I got to get some other stuff done. But that's why we'll have the volumes of the best of. We'll come back with some announcements, some other in or out sports debate. And I'll actually, for those of you who are watching right here for the final word, you'll get the sneak peek. We have a special, special next five episodes. We have Leia Ekinso coming back for one. We have the Undisputed Champions are going to be on for the second ever Trios edition. Mm. We're going to have Mike Bish, Cody Stewart, and Paul Schofield come up in here. Uh, for three separate three separate episodes, I'm not trying to okay. have myself chaos in one episode. I was but, say, but, damn. <laughs> Welcome to the four hour show, bro. <laughs> However, there will they will all be within uh, 24 hours of each other. I believe Cody's going to be on a Monday, and Mike Bish and Paul Schofield will have the double debate Tuesday the following. So um, it's going to be an awesome uh, month of August. Those two, those those guys will be kicking off the month of August after next week. So we've got a lot of great shows in store. But like I said, it takes two or now with the three trios edition, three to tango. So thank you guys for being here. No we problem. We have Menage one Trois. more thing. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I hear talking about threesomes. <laughs> oh, my man. I wouldn't even go try to take it in that way. But hey, let your mind wander however you want. It's 2022. Nobody cares anymore. We'll just put it with this. We do have one more comic to acknowledge before we wrap it up. The Chosen One comes back again and says, great show, guys. Thanks for the laughs. Hey, if if okay. if, if you're not having fun, it's it's definitely working. It's we don't want to have it be working. It's not the thing yeah. for you if you're not having fun. What's the point? Exactly. All, all of our work goes into before the show starts with the prep. Then we can just let it roll. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. not many jobs. We can just let it flow and, and not be scripted. Like the WWE straight script. Well, maybe not as much now since Vince is gone. But we'll see what Ellis has to say about that here in a little bit. Ellis will be on here in about 45 minutes for episode 30. So with that being said, guys, let's take it into one more badass outro. Thank you guys for being here for episode 29. For the God legends. Bless. Mr. Rollback, Darrell Owens, and the man who punched cancer in the mother, father, and face and said, you are not going to take me out. One of the strongest people I know, Mr. Jeremiah Quimby. We are out of here with episode 29. Thank you. Thank you.